Welcome to the Everyday Wisdom Podcast, where we take real life situations, make them real practical, and share with you real wisdom that can be applied to your everyday life. Let's welcome our host, Dr. K. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Wisdom Podcast. You guys are going to be in for a real treat today. I have one of my favorite people uh, speaking to one of my favorite blog posts, and you're not going to want to miss a single moment of it. You actually want to listen all the way to the end, because at the end, she really prays a really sweet prayer over each and every one of us. So I'm going to not delay it any longer based on the blog post, 12 Keys to Operating in Power. Here is episode number four, my conversation with Miss Classy Spellman. I am so excited. I got a new toy and it's not even Christmas. A brand new power washer. I got to use it for the first time yesterday. And let me tell you, it was like taking a class on operating in power. Here are just a few things I noticed. You must pay a price for power. I've been wanting to get a power washer for a few years now, but was never willing to pay the price. The longer I waited, the more dirt accumulated on the exterior of my house. The more dirt accumulated, the harder I was going to have to work to remove it. The more I thought about how hard I was going to have to work to remove it, the less interested I became in actually pursuing the purchase. Then one day, someone who didn't even know I wanted a power washer told me where I could go buy one. I knew that was my indication that it was time. I went the very next day to purchase one, only to find out it cost way more than what I was told. My heart sank. I stood there for I don't know how long contemplating what I should do. Should I not get it at all? Should I get a less powerful one than I really want to help minimize the cost? Or should I just go ahead and pay the price? Still unable to decide in that moment, I loaded my cart with the one I went in the store to get and one with a little more power. I walked around for a while as I prayed and thought and thought and prayed. I finally decided to go to the counter to ask them to do a price check on both of them. All that did was confirm they both cost way more than I expected. As I was tempted to put them both back, that still small voice instructed me to buy them both and give one away. The excitement of the person I gave the other power washer to was well worth the price I paid. We may never know that it's actually worth the price we have to pay to operate in our God-given power until we give it away to others. You need to read the manual to learn how to operate in power. When I opened up the box, the first thing I did was read the instruction manual. I didn't even pretend like I knew what I was doing. I was humble enough to learn from those who have operated in this countless times before me. As I read the manual, I noticed not all the instructions were spelled out for me, 
and everything that was needed was not handed to me. I had to get up from where I was to go to my toolbox to get a screwdriver. I had to have my own water hose to attach to the water supply. I really would have liked those assembly pictures to be more descriptive, so I wouldn't have had to sit there as long as I did to think through what I needed to do next. But praise God, I already had everything I needed to access the power that was available to me. And just by taking the time to read the instruction manual, I was able to learn about all the different parts, how to properly assemble them, how they were designed to function, and how to operate the power effectively. You don't have to be loud to be powerful. Once I got everything assembled, it was time to plug the power washer in and get to work. I wanted to start at the entrance, so I attached it to the water hose closest to the front and plugged it in the outlet right near my front door. I pressed the on button, it made a vroom sound, and then it went silent. Oh no, I thought. I immediately went over to the outlet and moved the plug from the bottom to the top. Don't ask me why, it seemed perfectly logical at the time. There was no change. I tried pressing the reset button on the cord. Silence. I went to check the circuit breaker, but nothing was tripped. So I moved the cord from the outlet at my front door to one of the outlets in my garage. Same thing. So then I tried pressing the reset button on the garage outlet, but it didn't need to be reset. After all of that, I finally remembered that the instruction manual said the device may be on and have power, even if you can't hear it. After that was brought back to my remembrance, I simply went back and pulled the trigger. Immediately, power was released. So don't let the fact that you're reserved or soft-spoken to convince you that you're not powerful. Just press the trigger and see what happens. You may have to bleed before you experience power. Once I finished in the front, I moved to the back. I had to disconnect the water hose from one spigot and reconnect it to one closer to the back. Once I did that, I was fully expecting the same level of power to flow as I had previously experienced. To my surprise, the flow was jerky and sporadic. Fortunately, this time it didn't take me as long to remember what the instruction manual said. It said you must bleed any air from the pressure hose before the power will flow smoothly. Matthew 16, 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. If you want your God-given power to flow smoothly and continuously, you're going to have to continuously die to self, which means you may have to bleed. You change the atmosphere when you operate in power. 
My daughter had been inside the entire time I was power washing the house. There came a point where she stuck her head out the door to ask me something, and the first thing she noticed was the fog. Before she even asked me her question, the first thing out of her mouth was, ooh, humid. There was a noticeable lingering humidity in the places I had released the power. I also noticed when I washed the corners of the patio, a cool breeze would always arise from the place where the power was pointed. Power will change the atmosphere and you don't even have to say anything for other people to recognize it. You have to be sensitive enough to know how much pressure to apply. Though I applied full power to the patio and driveway, I knew I needed to be more delicate with the windows and doors. What I knew one could handle, I knew the other could not. What was beneficial for one would have been destructive to another. We have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit when operating in power. He's the only one who really knows what's needed in any given situation. The more you operate in power, the more powerful it becomes. I didn't pick up on it at first, but after flowing in it for a while, I realized the longer I operated the power, the more powerful it became. When I pulled the trigger, it would flow out softly initially and build up gradually. It wouldn't reach its maximum potential until it had been flowing for a while. So don't gauge your potential based on the level of power that's released when you first pull the trigger. Stay at it, keep operating in it, do not despise small beginnings. The dirtiest places are those that remain covered up. I thought it was very interesting that the place where I spent the most time was where I have my mat at the front door. All kinds of dirt and yuckiness had built up around the perimeter of it. When we try to hide or cover things up or just put something pretty on display for all to see, we often don't realize all the filth that's progressively accumulating. We all should have someone in our lives that has access to see what we've swept under the rug or attempted to cover up. The power loosens the dirt, but the soft touch is what removes it. There were some places that I power washed and yet the dirt was still visible. After multiple attempts to wash it away, I realized these areas didn't just need to be showered, they needed to be touched. I asked my daughter to bring me a towel and I began to take my time to address each area. The before and after of these areas were the most dramatic of all. Never minimize the power that lies in your soft touch. The closer I was, 
the more effective the power was. When I was cleaning the hard concrete areas, it became very apparent that proximity is important. The further away I was, the less that area was affected by the power. The closer I was, the more that area was affected by the power. In other words, where I was positioned in relationship to what I wanted to impact greatly influenced the outcome. Sometimes it doesn't matter how powerful you are if a person hasn't given you permission to speak into their life. Take the time to develop relationships. There is power in proximity. There are some things designed to withstand even the strongest pressure. Of all the dirt I cleaned off, it was the tiny little dirt dauber nest that withstood the most amount of pressure. I'm telling you the three little pigs should have taken a construction class from them. Even under maximum pressure, at the closest proximity, they did not want to move. Some people have built up reinforced walls around their heart as a protective mechanism to withstand pain. In cases like this, it's not only going to take power, it's not only going to take proximity, but it's also going to take patience. Never underestimate the power of patience. Operating in power without resting is dangerous. I was so enjoying the results I was getting that I just wanted to keep going and going. But at some point, after going at it for a couple of hours, my hands started getting tired of pulling the trigger. The more fatigued I got, the less accurate my aim was. When dirt started flying out of my flower pots because I had misaimed, I knew it was time to shut things down. Don't allow the enemy to convince you that you're being ineffective when you power down. Anything that's powerful needs time to recharge. So I want to welcome the beautiful, amazing, wonderful Miss Classy Spellman to the podcast today. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. I am wonderful. Okay. Can you guys feel her smile? Can you feel her smile? I mean, it is radiant. It is radiant and it just permeates the airwaves. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Um, We were speaking right before we hit record um, that obviously I I like all the blog posts, (laughs) but there are some that kind of stand out to me Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And this is one of them. I think because I remember um, as this was unfolding in real time, like it was like I continuously, I kept getting revelation so uh, from this experience. It was like it kept coming. Yes. It just kept coming. <laughs> and I probably could have written more, but I said, Kedra, you got to stop at some point. But sh- share with us, what is it about this particular post that ministered to you? 
okay. Well, I mean, all of it. Yes. <laughs> um, but just the topic of operating in power, period. Yes. You know, um, for, for me, I think sometimes I thought that operating in power was good. You know, I grew up when I was younger. I remember watching on TV, TBN, Benny Hinn. Yes. So that's what I'm thinking about. Like, oh, my gosh, you know, everybody's going to be laid out, <laughs> all these things, you know, and and that is what happens sometimes. But sometimes it's it's subtle. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's quiet. Sometimes you walk in it and you don't even know mm-hmm. when you. Oh, my gosh. When you said that um, you don't have to be loud to be powerful. Yes. You know, because even even when singing, you think, oh, they have such a powerful voice. Yes. But still a sweet, tender, small voice can be just as powerful. That. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) Sometimes that in itself, just eat something sweet and Mm -hmm. tender and just um, not not loud, Mm -hmm. but. Even the word of God says yes. <laughs> that the still small voice is a yes. still small voice. And sometimes you have to quiet everything else down to hear it. But the words, I know when Holy Spirit speaks to me, sometimes it's just that that whisper on the inside. Yes. And it's more powerful than if somebody was yelling in my face. That's so you know? Yes. And so that was one of the things that really stuck out to me because um as a child. I was bashful and mm-hmm. shy and I didn't really like to talk to people. Just, I just didn't. Yeah. But I noticed when I would talk to people, people would listen uh, and it didn't matter if they were my age or older or younger or whatever. People just listened. And I'm just like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but just like you said in the blog post, you don't have to be loud. Mm-hmm. Or you don't have to be loud to have the power on. Like, yeah, the power is on. Yes, you hear it, which can be hearing it with your 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 ears, or the hearing it on the inside. Yes, you know, sometimes we don't know that we're powerful or that we're walking in it already. We're yes. waiting for the Benny Hinn moment, and the Lord is giving us the still small voice moment. You yes, know, where yes, we're just walking in it we're flowing in it so that was one of the things that stuck out to me well of course it does because you speak so sweet and softly (laughs) so of course that would stand out to you and that's one of the things I love about you that you operate in such great power with this sweet whisper thank you (laughs) it's beautiful it's beautiful and it's funny uh, that you start with that one because um even as I was driving to the office this morning, that was the one thing that that came to my mind was the fact that there is power waiting to be released. Yes. But we have to be the ones to pull the trigger. Yes. Like yeah. even in this example, this this visual with the um, power washer, you know, yeah. how I was saying how, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with it. <laughs> Why is it not operating? Yeah. When it was on, yeah, full of power. It was yeah. just waiting for me to pull the trigger. Yes, 
But yeah. because it wasn't loud, because I didn't hear anything, because I didn't notice, see anything, I thought something was wrong. Yeah. So the power was sitting there waiting to be released. It was just waiting for me to pull the trigger. And that's how we are so often with our gifts. Yeah. Our spiritual gifts. I'm trying, I'm trying not to go here. I'm trying to let you talk, but <laughs> this is so good to me. Let's go. go we forward. have to pull the trigger. Yes. If God has given you a speaking gift, you're going to have to open your mouth exactly. for the power to be released yes. through your mouth. Yes. He is not going to do that part for you. Right. 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 The cool thing is that what, I, what I've learned going along is like I've always had something to say. Yes. I just chose not to say it for fear mm. of how it would be received, for fear of how it would sound, for what people understand. And why, you know, because sometimes. I thought when I would talk to people, this is the perception thing. Yes. Sometimes I would think, okay, well, I just said that. It made sense to me. Why right. they look at me like they don't <laughs> understand my speaking another language? Yes. You no. Know? But the thing is, when we, so the power zone, it's yes. on speed. Yes. You know, we are alive in Christ. We have a spirit that is alive and well. It is connected to the source. We pull the trigger. We open our mouth. I open my mouth. God not only gives me the power, he fills my mouth. Oh, that's so good. He fills my mouth. So it doesn't matter. It matters what I say. I say what he says. Yes. <laughs> but the person on the other end, he's so good that he will help them receive it the way they need to receive it. That's so regardless good. of how I said it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so that's just so cool about power god's power <laughs> yes you know that he he's so he's so powerful and he lives in us and he wants to work through us to get to somebody else that's so good that and that's straight out the word the word says that if we will open our mouth he will fill it yes yeah. it says that it <laughs> says that so whatever fear we may have if he has given us something to say all we have to do is open our mouths yes and he will be faithful to feel it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so good. What else? What else did you? Oh, another part. Oh, the bleeding. The bleeding. Ooh, we. Well, let me see how, how exactly how you put it. It said, um, Oh, you may have to bleed before you experience power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Even the, I remember the first time I listened to it, I was like, oh, oh, oh. And we're talking about a power tool, but I immediately thought about all the things that hurt. Yes. You know, all the things that they hurt, they hurt, Lord. Oh, Lord, you're taking away my TV show. That Lord, that hurt. <laughs> the TV show. Lord, I can't eat this. Oh, Lord, that hurts. I have to fat. Oh, Lord, that hurts. Lord, you want me to pray? And it's time for me to be sleeping. That hurts. Mm. You know, just the different things. Um, and one of the, the biggest things that I can personally remember at this point is, um, when I moved from my hometown to here, where I am now, mm -hmm. and uh, it hurt. It hurt. It was exciting, 
but it hurt because I was leaving behind people that I loved, people I've been with all my life, my mama, yes. <laughs> um, and coming to a place that was unknown for me. And there were a lot of unknowns. There are a lot of unknowns. And even some of the things that transpired once I got here and, you know, God was shifting things and, and, and taking people out of my life and putting new people in. And that hurts. It Sometimes to grow, it's a little painful, mm. a little painful. But what I realized was that by just saying yes to him, yeah. and saying, okay. Okay, Lord, I'm I'm opening up so that you can remove. And I've said that, man, I've said that so many times. <laughs> Matter of fact, I can remember um, back uh, in my hometown, the church I went to there, I, th- there was this song, I Give Myself Away yeah. by uh, William McDowell. And we used to sing that all the time, all the time, all the time. And this has been years and years ago. And I remember one time specifically, I sang that song and I meant it in my heart. Mm. I meant it. Oh, I meant it. I give myself away so you can use me. My life is not my own. To you, I belong. I give myself away. And so fast forward to being here years later and things are hurting. Things don't feel good. I'm just like, Lord, is this why you brought me here? And he says, he reminded me of when I sang that song, my life is not my own. To you, I belong. I give myself away. And he just spoke to me and was like, will you allow me to do what only I can do? Wow. Only, only, I mean, there are some things in us that we will hold on to for dear life. And God don't, God don't want them there. Yeah. And so you have to open yourself up. And allow him to remove those things, bleed <laughs> the impurities, bleed the, the fears and the doubts and the insecurities. Allow him to take those things away so that the power can flow. Because otherwise, what will happen if we're trying to do it in our own strength, when I'm trying to do it in my own strength, it's getting hung up on things that aren't supposed to be on the inside. Mm. So it's not, you even said it in your, in your blog post, like it came out sporadically. It wasn't flowing, you know? And so if, if, if I'm holding on to insecurities, if God has called me to speak and I'm saying, well, Lord, I'm not the best speaker. I'm not loud enough. I'm not, that's an insecurity and the power can get hung up. It doesn't flow as easily as it could as if you were just say, okay, Lord, bleed me. I'm ready. Oh, bleed me. Whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it is. And I'm gonna open my mouth and you feel it. That's so good. That is so good. That is so good. So what do you have an example from your own experience of that bleeding? What that what does that look like? And how do you recover <laughs> from bleeding out? Ooh. Well, so I mentioned that, um, you know, I moved here from, I moved here from Nebraska and uh, I was coming to help start a church. And so I came here with some folks and they're great people, man. God is so faithful. And we came and, you know, things are going away. And then there came a point in time where 
I felt the Lord speaking to my heart. It's time to move on. And I'm like, okay, but you can move me all the way out here, Lord. Like, what do you mean? You know? And um, that was hard because yeah. it was a, uh, a relationship, you know, it was a relationship that I know God gave me. And then God was telling me it's time to move on. It's time to, I have something else, you know? And so he moved me to another church and a place where I really didn't know anybody once again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and through, through that situation, it, it, within that situation, there are some things that happened that hurt me. Um, there were some things that even with me just saying yes to the Lord and saying no to people. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that will cost you. Yes. And so I I had to tell the Lord, you know, like that, that was hard for me, you know, because saying yes to him again meant saying no to someone that I loved. Yeah. I love, but I love God so much more. Yeah. I love him so much more. And I know he loves us so much more. And so what happened with that is even in that instance, I felt, I felt the enemy coming to steal my voice. Mm. Like, oh, you see what happens when you say what you believe God is telling you to say? You see what happens? You see the destruction? You see the, you know, and those were the thoughts that were kind of coming to me. Like, because I said what I believe the Lord told me to say, and because I did what I believe the Lord told me to do, then it caused this reaction for other people. Mm. And that hurt yeah yeah <laughs> you talking about bleeding I felt like I was a pile of mess yeah on the floor like Lord how could this how could this be how could this you know you bought me here you you called me you all these things and and he's all the while in that still small voice saying trust me mm-hmm. trust me put your eyes on me yes put your eyes on me I got this and when I decided to do that he started orchestrating, um, not even connecting the dots. I like to say connecting the dots. That's so good. Connecting the dots. And out of me letting go of a relationship, God has given me so many more. Wow. And, and like you, <laughs> <laughs> you, Mama Kedra, like he has blessed me with someone that you know what you have God has given you the gift to see in others what he sees in them wow and then to help pull it out come on and so like (laughs) if I was so if I would have never allowed God to bleed me wow to set aside something that was good for something that in this season in where he wants to take me was better. Not saying the people are better or anything right, like that. Right. In the in where God is taking classy to give me something better, then it I wouldn't be sitting here today. Literally. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Um, and then just being comfortable with this is what I believe the Lord is saying. And if I don't say it, that's on me. Right. How you receive it, that's between you and him. That's so good. <laughs> you know? 
That and so, so that was an instance for me where I really learned. And I still look back on that. Like if that situation had not occurred, I would still be quiet in a lot of ways. I would still be holding back and holding on to things that God wanted me to let go of. But when you give something that's precious to you, mm-hmm. to him, when you give it back to him, I mean, he just blesses it. And he, oh my gosh, I can't even give all the words, but the exceedingly and abundantly above all that I can even think or dream of. I I could have never guessed. I, I could have never thought. I could have never dreamed, but God knew. Yeah. God knew. So yeah. <laughs> and how amazing is that when in actuality you're just getting started? <laughs> it's this good now, and you're just getting started. Yeah. That's how good he is. He's so that's good. how good he is and how good he is at what he does. Yeah. And so what would you say to the young lady or the young man that's out there who is quiet, Mm. who is a little more reserved to the um, man or woman who feels like they've been silenced? Maybe growing up, they were told they talk too much or whatever the case may be, whatever has muted their voice. What would you say? to those people? I would say it's time. Mm. I would say it is time. Um, It's been long enough. It's been long enough that the enemy has stolen. We know that the word says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. He will love. I mean, he enjoys you being quiet. He enjoys you not speaking when God is giving you a mouth to speak and he gives you the words to say. I would say be bold and trust God. Yeah. Give yourself away so that God can use you. Um, and one of my favorite scriptures is Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about who went about doing good and healing all who were pressed by the devil for God was with him. And so my question to me is always, well, who has God? We know God gives you authority. God has given classy power. Who has he sent you to heal? That's good. Who who will benefit from your good works? You know, so for those who are called to speak and and you feel like, oh, I just, you know, I'm quiet and I'm reserved or people have always told me I talk too much. Well, they told you they that you talk too much because they didn't want to hear what you had to say. But God has an audience just for you that wants to hear all that you have to say. And as you go, he will fill your mouth. Go about do good works. Let your light so shine among men so that they will see them and give God glory. That is amazing. That is amazing. (laughs) So good. So obviously you have, at least to some extent, overcome uh, or or you've been unmuted. Yes. (laughs) Because we hear you loud and clear right now. So what 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 did you do? What did that process look like for you? What helped you to get to this place where now you have found your voice and you're willing to use it? Um, building good relationships. Okay. So trusting God with 
um, the people that he's put in my life. That's so good. You know, and like I said, you're you're one of those people. Um, and, and just trusting God. So sometimes we get hung up on, well, can I trust them? Can I trust them? Well, I trust God. Mm-hmm. And God, if you told me to, to uh, be in relationship with, with Miss Keeter, then that's what I'm going to do. You know, and if you told her to call me and I'm going to listen. You know, um, and so that's one of the things I would say to, to trust God and to, to uh, build relationships with people who are kingdom minded, people that are in their word and, and praying that will pray for you. Yes. You know, people that will pray for and mean it, not like, oh, yeah, I'll pray for you. Yeah. Right. No, <laughs> no, people you know are praying for you. Yes. Um, also is when the opportunity presents itself. So if you are in, if, if God tells you to pray for somebody, pray for them. (laughs) If God tells you to say hello, say hello. You know, I just, even that, that right there saying hello. Um, So I moved from the Midwest to the South. And one of the biggest things that was different for me is the, um, you know, people are so like, everybody speaks, you know, so that's <laughs> something I had to get used to. We, it's not, you people will speak back home, but it's not like everybody speaks here. And so me just saying hello, but getting used to saying hello, <laughs> how are you? And then caring about how they are, yeah. you know, um, and just, you know, the more you you said that in the in the post too. The more you do it, the more you use it, the easier it is to trust God. The more you step, like the word says, if you take one, He'll take two. You know, if you if we just take the step, take the step, <laughs> take the step of faith, and say, Lord, this is what I believe you're you're giving me to say or you're giving me to do. I'm just gonna do that. Maybe it's just saying hi to somebody you don't know. Maybe it's introducing yourself to someone. Um, I don't. I don't know what that is for you, but for me, it's been a. It's it's a number of different little things that he's asked me to do, and as I've done the little things that he's asked me to do, like saying hello or introduce yourself to this person, go and sit by somebody you don't know, um, then it's it's starting to become easier to do the bigger things. Yeah, I just trust him. I trust him more. That's so good. That's so good. All right. Well, I, I just want to pause right here because if you would, I want you to pray over the people who are listening, who have been silenced for so long, who may be afraid um, to do whatever it is, whether it's speak, whether whether it's something totally different, whatever it is that the Lord is prompting them to do, um, to release the power that he's placed on the inside of them. Well, Father, we just thank you. We thank you for your goodness, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that you did not leave us as orphans that you are our father and we are your children. And so, Father, I just speak over your children, your sons and your daughters, Lord God, that you have given Holy Spirit and you have given them power to go about so that they can do good works, Lord God, that you may be glorified in the earth, Lord. I speak over them power, Lord, power, 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 authority, power, 
authority over all the works of the enemy, Lord God, that they would open up their mouths and speak, Lord God, that they would put their pens to paper and write, Lord God, that they would introduce themselves to other sons and daughters, Lord God, that they would go into dark places and be light, Father God, that they would be bold, Lord, not because of who they are, but because of who you are, Father God. I come against every voice of the enemy. Your word says that you your sheep know your voice and no other voice shall they follow. Lord, that they would hear you when you're speaking to them in the night, when they're dreaming, Lord God, that they would hear you in the still small voice, Lord God, when emotions and insecurities are trying to have their way, Lord, that they would hear you, that they would hear you. And Lord, when they hear you, they will obey you, Father God. They will obey you. They will be bold, Father for you are with them. You will not forsake them. You will not leave them. You will not embarrass them. You will not embarrass them. You will not allow them to, to make a fool out of themselves, Father God. You are with them. Oh, I just keep hearing the Lord say, I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. I am for you. I am for you and I love you saying, I love you, my children. And there's no thing that is impossible with me. I hear him just calling our names individually and speaking over us, speaking over us um, that we would have the faith to believe him, to believe what he has said about us, to believe the things that he said we can do that he said we can have, that is our inheritance as his children. Oh Lord, that we would trust you, Father, that we would trust you, that we would believe you, that we would take you at your word, Lord, and that we would see your word work. Father God, I just come against every hindrance. I come against every hindrance in the name of Jesus. I come against every shackle, every stronghold in the name Jesus. Lord, because who you have set free is free indeed. We are free. Never again to go into bondage of silence or fear of speaking or fear of being who we are in Christ Jesus. Lord God, I thank you. I thank you for your liberty. I thank you for authority, Father God. And I thank you for power. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Miss Classy. You have blessed us today. My pleasure. It's been amazing. All right. <laughs> now, wasn't that worth listening to all the way to the end? One of my favorite things she said was, you have to allow God to remove the impurities, the fears, the doubts, and the insecurities so that the power can flow I love that. That that was just so good to me. There were so many things, but that one in particular just really stood out to me. I, I particularly hope this uh, episode encouraged those of you who feel like you're too shy or too quiet or too soft-spoken to do what it is that God is, is telling you or calling you to do. I was just talking to someone this morning who was saying, you know, they're fine talking to someone once they get started, but it's just initiating the conversation that's a little intimidating for them. And so Classy uh, has a sweet t-shirt line called Clothe in Lavish Love 
that really makes for great conversation starters. You can just put on one of her t-shirts and somebody's going to walk up to you and comment on it, either wanting to know where you got it from or what does that mean or, you know, something, but something so simple can help get conversations started. So if you want to take a look at her current offerings, you can go to my website, KeidraHobley.com, and we'll have a link to her shop there in the show notes for this episode. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you tune in again next time, because as you know, getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. Thank you for listening to the Everyday Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to join us for our next episode where we share a little more wisdom so you can get a little bit wiser.